Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. What's better than this? Guys being dudes here on the Draft Dudes Podcast. It's Joe Marino, Kyle Krabs, and Chris Schubert from the Draft Network. And we are your hosts here on this Friday episode of the show. And we are brought to you by Bet Online. And they would like to wish you a happy new betting year as we continue our march to the playoffs. Bet Online remains the number one spot for all the sports wagering action for 2022. It's a new year. They have a newly updated website. So sign up today, receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code BELIEVE to get started. That's B L E A V. From football, basketball, hockey, boxing, and UFC, right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for 2022. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports, and Bet Online is where the game starts. Kyle, happy Friday to you. C4. Let's go. Let's go. No, you didn't have to tell everybody what it was. Oh. They could have thought it was a beer for the Friday episode or something like that. Mm. But it, it, it is not. It's C4. I don't even consume beer, really. But here we are, little Levy Grail, right? Yeah. Get I had my own here. C4 about 10 minutes ago. I was uh, – my, my daughter's birthday party is tomorrow. We have a bounce house in our backyard right now, like a oh, big one. Oh, did you go out and jump in it? Bro, I spent – yeah, I can't wait to get back out there, man. I was having a good time, man. Uh, big old slide. So we were we were having fun. So breaking it in, make making sure it's safe for the kids tomorrow. You know, right? Yeah. If if it can handle anything, you're gonna throw at it. Do you think <laughs> for the one year olds, they'd be fine, yeah. or the two year olds, yeah. they'd be fine, right? Yeah. Yeah. Are you excited well, to no longer have to to specify how many months old your daughter is? Yeah. Yeah. I'm fish, dude. That's just that's the two. best point that's going to be two. made today. The podcast has peaked right there. She's just going to be two. It's over with. I don't have to do 20 months, 22. Nine, it, when you hit the two-year-old threshold, you stop doing months. She's two. Yeah, you're two-year-old, and then magically you're a three-year-old. Yeah, you're you're Go living in that 13 months right now, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's just 13 months. Yep. Because you can't say, we've had this conversation, draft dads here to start Friday. You can't say she's one because she could be my daughter's age. Or she could be your daughter's age. Right. And that's a very, one. very different <laughs> developmental stage for the same number. So, yeah, congrats yeah. on that. Well, Lorraine and I, my wife, we'll toast to that tonight when she goes to bed. All right. Very good. So fight fight on, my men. I'm hurt, but I'm not slain. I'll lay me down and bleed a while, and then I'll rise and fight again. The Levy Grail today. Welcome to the party, Colts. Ravens, Chargers, Saints, optimism only as you bleed a little, little bit, right? You didn't make the playoffs. You were close. You were right in it through the end of the season, through week 18. But you didn't get there. And today we're going to tell you why you should be optimistic about the future of your football team. Who are we starting with? Colts. On sure. a show in which let's, on a show in which we have to be optimism, you pick one of the two teams that it's tough to be optimistic about. No, okay, no. Joe. What's the, wrong with the, being optimistic about the Colts? There's, I got plenty to be optimistic yeah, about with too. the Indianapolis me Colts. Uh, let's start with the Colts, or? Joe. Yeah. Go, go ahead. You go ahead and drop your first. I'm going to ask for your first bullet point. 
Don't yeah, yeah. empty we'll, the we'll chamber and leave me with no, nothing no. to talk about, please. Gentlemen's agreement. We'll, we will be kind to each other. I kind of like how that handshake looks here. <laughs> it's too, there it I, is. I got to do the other hand. So that, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Boom. Um, yeah, there you go. All right. My number one point, my prevailing thought here for this football team, you've got some really exciting young playmakers and Jonathan Taylor at running back, Michael Pittman at wide receiver. And um, those guys really emerged, right? You had a thousand yard year from Michael Pittman. Jonathan Taylor, by far the leading rusher in the NFL this season. And those are guys that you can lean on. And what's exciting to me about Michael Pittman in particular is this guy had 1,082 receiving yards this year. The next highest on the team was 382. So this was the focal point of your passing game without any consistent ancillary weapons. And so I'm excited to see how much better he could be as Chris Ballard attacks this offseason with a clear understanding that he needs to add more weapons. And um, that's going to make the young players that they already have. And I didn't even mention Naheem Hines. Yeah, he's under contract for a while. He got that nice, yeah. what was it, like $6 million a year deal, right? To stay there mm-hmm. and be the, the pass catching back there. Um, Joe, what is, um, I don't know if you would recognize uh, where I'm going to go with this, but I'm going to try it anyway. What does Bill Belichick always say about you know, building your defense. <laughs> I feel like there's a lot of things I could say here. It's about making the other team play with one hand tied behind their back, but that's not about building your defense. You need to right. oh, shut down corner. What is it? What, what are you going what, what are the, what, what's staples of every Belichick type defense? And I know that this isn't a Belichick defense, okay. but you could be strong up the that. middle. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Gap control up the middle, downhill player. So, Maybe not to the exact specifics that you went, but I look at the the Colts' defensive side of the football, and they're very strong in the middle of their defense with DeForest Buckner and Darius Leonard as two game-changing pieces in the defensive front. And obviously you have the addition of of Quiddy Pay, who is an exciting young player. You get uh, Deo coming back next year at full strength from the draft this past year. Uh, so you have some pieces on the defensive front that you could feel pretty excited about working with. Um, but that one, two punch of DeForest Buckner and Darius Leonard. Like if you made a list of the top five players at their respective positions, I'd have a hard time leaving both of those players off. And anytime you have that kind of presence of a game changer, I think it really allows you to do a lot of things defensively. And then the Colts have a really good foundation to work with there for sure man grover stewart a nice player on that front like you mentioned quitty pay they got some some trench players on defense that they should be really excited about darius leonard i want to talk about their secondary a little bit um they really didn't get to enjoy that young safety tandem this year that showed so much promise and kari willis and julian blackman they're going to be healthy and ready to contribute next year to go with what they have in kenny moore who's a stud and then isaiah rogers at cornerback really emerged for them this season um, when they needed somebody to. And so I think him going into next season with more, with the safeties back, kind of figure out that other corner spot. And, you know, we just talked about the first level of this defense. They've got Darius Leonard on the second. He got a secondary too. I mean, this defense to me is ready to be one of the best in the NFL next year. Uh, we, did we, talk, we didn't talk about the offensive line, did we? No, it's right there for you, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, so you got Quentin Nelson, Ryan Kelly, uh, Braden Smith, um, 
Braden was drafted in 18, so he's he's paid. coming up. He's, he's paid. paid. They paid they him. Lock yeah. him in. Uh, but Glowinski's not locked in. They so rotated him right. a little bit too this year by choice. Yes, so that was interesting. Yeah, I mean, but Quentin Nelson, Ryan Kelly, like, and Braden Smith locked in two, three, or five starting mm-hmm. offensive linemen. We saw this team have success with almost an entire their entire backup offensive line. Yeah. running the football this year at one point. But what you have with the nucleus that exists there with Nelson and Ryan Kelly to complement Jonathan Taylor, I have a hard time seeing a pathway in which Indianapolis is not consistently running the football regardless of who's playing quarterback or the perceived lack of threats on the outside. I guess to kind of tie this conversation, this is my last point, Kyle. We talked about all the good with this team, and maybe you do think there are needs that they need to address. Okay. They have $42 million in cap space. That's top 10 in the NFL. So um, this team was close. A couple of stinkers late in the season kept them out of the playoffs. But like Chris Schubert would would remind us that nobody wanted to play this team in the playoffs. And um, there's a lot coming back. There's a lot to work with. There's a lot to be excited about if you're a Colts fan. Amen to that. Ravens? Ravens. I got the first opportunity last time. It's all yours. Yeah, thanks. Uh, you get a chance to get freaking healthy uh i mean <laughs> your best players <laughs> if if right all of your best players were hurt. <laughs> literally this is not hyperbole literally every single one of your best players was hurt this year so you take that the opportunity to get all of those players back you have one of the five best coaches in the nfl you guys are going to be fine just relax welcome to world that the rest of us have to live in from time <laughs> to time. Where your season, you get to the end of it, you say, thank God that was over. Can we start next year already? Welcome. Kind of stinks being like everybody else every now and again, doesn't it? But the good news for you is you're probably not going to have to worry about feeling like everybody else again next year because you have a lot of talent on the team. Everybody was just hurt. Yeah, I mean, Lamar Jackson, J.K. Dobbins, Ronnie Stanley. Marlon Humphrey, Marcus Peters. Keep I mean, come on. Keep going. Come on, right? Uh, I'll give you a new talking point because health health was definitely a good place to start. Um, how about Mark Andrews and, and Mark and Hollywood Brown? They they both were thousand yard receivers this year. And then you get really excited about Rashad Bateman in year two entering that mix to go with J.K. Dobbins and Lamar Jackson. So I mean, how do you not like that? I know that you've been a big proponent of them going and getting another tight end that's a worthwhile option in the passing game, which I think they Maybe could be two. able to find that. But Maybe man, two. like who knows? Add one or two tight ends to a nucleus of Rashad Bateman, Mark Andrews, Hollywood Brown, and J.K. Dobbins and Lamar Jackson. Like you're cooking. You are cooking with weapons. Now, Joe, I can't help but notice you didn't include Sammy Watkins' name in that list. I always love Sammy Watkins. <laughs> number 14 on your on your uh your uh two deep number one in my heart yeah always number one in joe marino's heart buffalo uh should we call chris you're mid-major chris and we we had a draft dudes meeting and we affirmed the outstandingness that is mid-major chris is joe gonna be buffalo yo or buffalo soldier now, Buffalo Joe is kind of a moniker that has taken on a life of its own in the daily Thanks, meetings yeah, for TDN. So I think I Buffalo think, Yo. Yeah, I think Buffalo Joe is here to stay. He's going to be Yo for me with a Y. Um, 
Uh, if you are the Baltimore Ravens and you are looking forward, I think one thing that you can, and it's a minor, I don't want to say consolation amidst all this, um, but not having to play a first place schedule next year when you get everybody back, when yeah. you are hoping to leverage yourself back into the postseason, I think can be a very big deal. Not a second place schedule either, Kyle. A third right. place schedule. Right. Um, and you have the best kicker in the NFL. Just I don't know. I Amen saw this one with my own eyes right yeah, there. Hard Rock Stadium. <laughs> well, you 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 called it. You spoke that. You into jinxed existence. it. Yeah, that was all because of Bro, you. I was hot that night with my calls. <laughs> I was feeling it. It's not always that yeah, way. Dolph, Dolphins money line, Tucker misses a field goal. <laughs> I think I hit on uh, the Waddle uh, props as well as the Gasecki props for that game. Yes, you did. It was, it was a good thing. Remember, <laughs> we were doing the countdown for Gasecki props. Like yeah. in the second half, we were, we were like, yelling. We were yelling when ball. he wasn't on the field. Like he wasn't on the field. We're like, get him out there. That was a profitable trip <laughs> for Chris and I. Um, it's the casino uh, folly. You know, look, so. I did okay. Did okay. Had some opportunity there, you know? I, I seen it myself. Yes. Um. Odafe Owe, strong rookie season, uh, showing his his ability to affect football games. Patrick Queen, I think a, another year of experience is going to be really helpful. A guy that came into the NFL with, what, like 11 starts at LSU, and so he'll be better with that time on task. And just a, a lot of young players that got some run this year. Um, <clears throat> excuse me, Bradley Bozeman, I thought, had his best season at center. Um, they got to get a right tackle, but Ben – I mean, Kevin Zeitler, a right guard, stabilized things there with uh, – with Marshall Yonda no longer in the fray and what they went through there. So I thought there was a lot of good time on task gain for young players uh, that have a ceiling to develop into, which is really exciting when you factor in all of the good veteran players are going to be back in the fray next year. Anything else for our friends in the, in the Bay? I feel like Kyle feels like they shouldn't be hyped up too much. That was, (laughs) you're good. No, I, I meant that in the best type of way, like Baltimore, like, Hey, you guys are good. You had one blip in the radar. We know what you right. are. I, I meant, sorry if that yeah. didn't come out right. Yeah. I was like, Oh, I think we're hating on Baltimore. No, Who's next? No. That charges. Go charges. Go. Um, I guess this is on me. I think we first. all know. We all know where we're going to start. Right. Yeah. I, I here's how I want to say it though. I was watching that Raiders and chargers game, you know, cause I'm sitting there curious about who the bills are going to play in the playoffs. And the result of that game mattered. And I'm like, okay, the Raiders win this game. It's New England. If the Chargers win this game, it's the Chargers. And we know that they have issues as a football team. But I'm watching Justin Herbert, and I'm like, I don't want to deal with that. I mean, that guy's nuts. He's a player, man. Like, this is one of those this is one of those dudes, right? Like, they don't come around often. His first two seasons in the league, just unbelievable, man. What a player he is. So there you go. I mean – you got the best thing. You got the most important thing figured out in a big time way. Right. So now it's all about complimenting it. And obviously we'll, we'll see what they end up doing with Mike Williams. Who's one of the complimentary pieces here. Um, the offensive line was not completely fixed. I know they did an overhaul of that this past off season, but you're going to have an opportunity there with a much better foundation for your offensive line to, look at what those handful of missing links might be and then invest in your defense. And I think that's, um, that's going to be a good opportunity to have a, a more balanced football team. 
Uh, they're not going to have to feel so much pressure to, hey, we got to go out and totally overhaul everything around Justin, right? Like, okay, go get a wide receiver if you don't bring back Mike Williams. Potentially go get a tight end and make sure you find the one spot on the offensive line you feel you need to invest in, and then go get defense. And that that roster is going to look pretty good come August. I guarantee it. Yeah, for sure. $69 million in cap space, number two in the NFL. So, um, yeah, you can fix your stuff along with uh, your your first round pick. You'll be able to get some players to help. And I, I think that is kind of a, the nice thing about the Chargers is that it's one of those teams where the needs are clear and the opportunity to address the needs are clear. Like the, it's all right there. The path yes. is is straight, uh, straight and narrow here. Um, and D line, offensive line, tight end, wide receiver. You're, you're going to be fine. Um, I'll, I'll say this. I think Brandon Staley's the type of coach that is going to learn a lot from this past season. And I, he was extremely aggressive and he lived by the analytics. And I think most of the time that's good. And so hopefully he embraces a growth mindset and can reflect upon some of the decisions that he made to make him a better coach in the future. And so I think he's the type of coach, a, a young guy, light resume. We're all excited about him, right? But I think he got in his own way a little bit too much this season. Having that year of experience and seeing the consequences of that hopefully makes him a better coach in the future. Oh, by the way, also not playing a first or second place schedule. Yeah. Or next year. Yeah. Third, right? That's going to be a big yeah. deal. It's a good point, man. Anything else here? Who's next? Not well, on the Chargers. Derwin, healthy. Congrats. He's back. You saw where Sean Slater is. Joey Bosa. Yeah. 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 Good players. You got a lot, of, you got a lot of good players. And you just yeah. got to continue to build it out. Okay, Kyle. Uh, only one team in the NFC, right? That's it. The New Orleans Saints. You got great uniforms. Kai. <laughs> well, can, can we can we just share just a brief little behind the scenes? Is that yesterday on our TDN staff call, we talked about the Saints, and it was not optimism only. So that's kind of in the back of all of our minds, is that there, there was not optimism yesterday. I better step you in have, here. You have, a lot, you have a lot of high-level individual players. Which ones survive what's coming is yet to be determined. Uh, because it feels like there's going to be something of another mini roster purge due to uh, some of the cap considerations that are in place. Uh, but you've got a lot of individually very talented players. Uh, I'll call out Pete Werner, uh, who played and played well this season for New Orleans. And uh, since I don't want to take all the talking points, I'll let Joe go next. Well, I, I, and you'll be able to continue on that because what I have to say here is we had similar thoughts about this team last year at this point, and they had to get themselves out of cap hell. And they found a way to get under the cap. They also found a way to have a winning record this year. This team was 9-8. and eight. They were in this conversation until week 18 with this mix of quarterbacks that don't even include real quarterbacks playing quarterback. Yeah, Trevor Simeon starting games. And the fact that they were able to field a competitive football team this year, have a winning record and be in the conversation for the playoffs all the way to the end. To me, that's where you, what you cling to, because you're going to purge some more here. You got a lot of work to do here. 
but you made it work before you showed that you can do it. Sean Payton's a good football coach. Um, you feel good about what you have on the offensive line too, right? Obviously, Teron Armstead is an expiring contract, but you've got Ryan Ramchek, you got Cesar Ruiz. Um, you're going to have an opportunity to potentially transition away from Andrews Pete if the cap makes sense. But you also have Eric McCoy. It's that like you got a bunch of plus stars up front at the very least. And um, I think that anytime you are looking for a team in transition to be able to still have success, if you have that group right, you're probably going to be as well positioned as you possibly could be. And I do feel that is the case with New Orleans as well. Um, Kyle, you started talking about the the defensive talent that they have. And you mentioned Pete Warner. I mean, how about Marcus Davenport? I think he's shown. Yeah. Yep. I mean, my goodness, the, the, the ceiling that we thought he had, it has been realized this season and you know, they Cam Jordan still playing at an elite level. David on is a stud. And so when you couple this D line with what you talked about with that O line, being good in the trenches is probably one of the most significant things that you can say about a football team in terms of having optimism about it. And so this team from a line of scrimmage perspective, I think, I think they're really good. And, um, you know, you just kind of have to make it work around that, but I like this team in the trenches a lot. Same Z's Joe. So, and you do feel for this team too, because they came into week, 18 needing to win and a San Francisco loss to get in. They did their part and it took San Francisco a miraculous. I know. Comeback to win that game. Like it was right there for him. I was questioning Kyle Shanahan's decision to punt that ball. And he made me look silly. Yeah. It happens from time to time, man. I wouldn't sweat it. Don't, don't worry about it, man. No, like the win probability there, like it, it with like everything suggested that I had the right idea. Like, right. The thing about 4% of the time is 4% of the time. It happens. Good for it's the 49ers. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that my friends is going to do it for us this week here on draft dudes. We hope you enjoyed Kyle Krabs, Joe Marino, Chris Schubert. Uh, the Levy grail is no more. It's going to go back into the cupboard until next year. See you guys later. This was the uh, 2021 eulogies for non-playoff teams uh, with optimism in mind with an eye towards the future. Uh, so we will be doing this. I don't know. You guys think we'll get any in November next year? Or are we going to start <laughs> these in December? Let's hope not. Let's hope nobody bottoms out like that. But Right. So we'll we'll probably see this, see you guys with Levy Grail again in December but of next year. But we will see you Monday with another episode of the Draft News Podcast. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.